Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club Denity with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. I didn't know hanging out with you was making me smarter. Full disclosure, Morty, it's not. Temporary superintelligence is just a side effect of the mega seeds dissolving in your rectal cavity. Oh, man. Yeah. And once those seeds wear off, you're going to lose most of your motor skills and... You're also going to lose a significant amount of brain functionality for 72 hours, Morty. Starting right about now. At the club, Club 1080. The hottest spot north of Milwaukee. At the club, Club 1080. Souk and Rob's passion are always the fashion at the club. They fell in love. Busy making fun of Nemec, who got up during the break. He takes his computer around. He's got his laptop there, and he's looking flustered. So he gets up, and he starts walking around the room, and he says, God, is there a place to plug this thing anywhere in here? And I'm, I, at first, I thought he was kind of kidding. And he was, I could tell that he was actually flummoxed, and I was like, dude, right in front of you. Literally in front of you, an arm's length away. Maybe a foot and a half. There's a plug-in. Was his computer screen blocking it? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and if that one doesn't work, the one a foot to the left of it, that also works as a plug-in. Here's the thing. That was adorable. I thought it was a hole in the table where you then put a cap in where you run cords through it. You got confused about your holes. Yeah. Which, which can happen. It happens. Um, you know, you know, I don't appreciate that coming from the guy who has twice today started talking for a segment and realized his mic wasn't turned on. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. So Yes, but I'm aware I'm not used to I'm this aware studio that yet. There is an and on didn't know there was a plug in. You started talking twice today. Twice. And said your first whole sentence and then looked and were like, oh crap. Look at him. The mic's def- not even on. Look at him deflecting. Yeah, right I'm now. gonna deflect. <laughs> Hiya. Yeah, because you feel a little uncomfortable right now because you realize oh, you're I'm a jackass. Even, well no, I, I fully accept my jackass. Is there anything worse than when you get into an argument like with your wife? 
about you're convinced that there isn't or is something exactly where it should be and it turns out you're just totally full of s you'll be like no I, it's i put it right there i know where it's at it's right there and you are just adamant about it and then it turns out you are just totally full, full of crap or she tells you where something is and i do this one i've looked there no you said it was in the top drawer I looked in the top drawer. Did you look? Yeah, I looked. And you just swear up and down. And she comes over, opens the drawer where you claimed you look, and it's sitting right there staring you in the face. It happens to me all the time. Is it that, is my existence. Is that like a, like, is there just something? Is, is, is the wiring wrong? She says you look like a teenage boy. Not physically. I mean, you look for things like a teenage boy. You do like teenage boys. I, you know... I, there's a lot of teenage boy in my life. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there really is. There is a lot. There's a lot. Because I, I am fascinated when something like that happens. I wonder if something inside my brain is just is broken. Because it seems almost impossible. And it's impossible when... You when, think it's like your CTE acting up? I don't know. But it, it does. It like it it, it kind of bothers me. Not in a way where I get angry, but it, it kind of jams me up and like what is wrong. But it's the same thing when other people do it. Like we were getting ready to go on a trip this last time. And my gal goes, hey, can you bring the... I keep the suitcases up in the attic. We have one of those where you just pull the ladder down so it's easy to get up and, and down to. And it's a it's a clean attic, right? It's not like one of those like spider web sort of things. It's a, you, So I keep stuff up there. I keep the luggage. And she goes, hey, will you go up into the attic? She doesn't like going up there. Will you bring the suitcase down? And I said, no, it's, I never put it up last time. It's just sitting in the garage. And she goes, well, no, I, I, I was just in the garage. And I'm like, no, honey, I'm like, I promise you, it's just... It's like, it's right in the garage. Like, if you go from where the attic is, like, straight down. And she's like, okay. So she goes out and comes back, and it's like, it's not there. And now in my head, I'm like, oh, crap. Maybe I, I did put it up in the attic. And so I go walking. I go walking out to the garage. Open the garage door, and I turn left. And what is standing, like, right in my field of view? It's not hidden. I'm not exaggerating this radio. It's not tucked behind anything. It is literally one step into the garage. Pivot to your left, and you are staring. And by the way, it's a purple suitcase. It's a big purple suitcase. So unless you think that Barney the Dinosaur is taking a dump on our garage floor, there's no way that you confuse that with anything else. And so I hollered out. I'm like, uh, hey, can you come here for a second? She's like, what? I'm like, just just come here. She's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, no, just <laughs> just come here. And she's like, I don't want... She's like now upset. I did this the other day with a condiment in the fridge. Yeah. My wife's like, do you want me to find it? How much do you want to bet I can find it? I'm like... You said we have a full jar. Like, I don't, it's not there. She's like, what do you want to bet I can find it? I went through this exact same routine. Yeah, and so she's all, she's all, I don't want she's all mad at me. And I'm like, please just come to the garage. And she refuses to do it. Refuses because she knows. So I walk out and I bring the suitcase in. And she's like, where was it? And I'm like, in the middle of the garage right there. She's like, it was hidden. I'm like, no, it's not. And I know that it wasn't because you refused. She refused to acknowledge by coming out that because she didn't want to see where it was at like deep down in her head she knew and i i'm wondering what clearly something happened in the brain's wiring because there's no way a human being no way my she is a beautiful intelligent smart woman there's no way there's no way with good vision there's no way you could miss that none and yet she went to the garage twice and and couldn't see it there's got to be some sort of there's got to be some sort of reasonable explanation for why this happens. There, there, there was this study slash video thing, and I'm sure someone could find it online, where a professor tells the audience that he's that he's teaching 
to count the number of times a ball, these students stand in a circle and they throw these balls in the air and they throw them back and forth and they said, count the number of times a ball is thrown in the air. And there's like three juggling balls, right? Yeah. And it's not that they're thrown so fast that it's hard. They're just thrown three times. So you, you watch it. And he said, okay, how many times? And everybody says, and he goes, okay, who saw the guy in the gorilla suit walk in the middle of them throwing those balls back and forth and did like a little dance yeah. and came out? Yeah. And like one person raised their hand out of the whole room. And he was like, then he said, who thinks I'm making up that there's a gorilla? And he, and you know, all the hands go up. Yeah. And then he shows them the video. And sure enough, he said, don't count the balls, watch the circle. And a gorilla walks in the room in a, a guy in a gorilla suit. Right. And does like a little dance. So my, my, it's on video. My dad showed that to, because he told me about it. And then he's like, we'll show your step. This was years ago. We'll show your stepmom. And so she watched it. And he goes, how many times? And she was like, oh, I don't know. I, I think I lost count, but 32. And he goes, you see the gorilla? And she's like, what? It works. So there is something in your brain right? that if you're focused on something, like it's got to be hard to see and it's yeah. obvious, you just don't. Your brain just doesn't yeah. pick it up. I just I, I, That stuff fascinates me. I was reading a book on uh, a while back on Columbine. The you know the the school shooting yeah, and there was the, the kind of the, they they got into a little bit deeper thing basically saying that eyewitness testimony is the worst testimony you yes. can have it's, especially for that whole thing. it's just it's it's horrific people it, will convince themselves they saw stuff that they never saw yes and you had people in there like like reputable people that weren't trying to come up with some sort of outlandish sort of story or whatever but the the author of the book went and interviewed people and he was there on like from the like day one he was he was there for like 10 years he wrote this book and he would go to people and and they would be like no this is what i saw and he'd be like i'm sorry we have video evidence and people would be yeah, like no that no i saw this i saw this person get shot this is what happened and they would show them video of it and the people would still even after seeing video would be like that i can't be right That's that, that be can't be right and it's just it's 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 fascinating to me, and then it's something stupid like you know looking for a, a suitcase or as Buck said a condiment. But I am fascinated at what that is because like I bet that condiment wasn't hidden; it was probably just sitting right in front of you. And I think there, there's something about what your mental expectation is beforehand of where maybe something mental is expectation like, definitely like yeah. what it because I had a notion of what was supposed to be, and when it didn't add up that way. Like, it, it's not that something else couldn't have existed, but my mind wouldn't let me see it that way kind of a deal. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. One of my, it's the gorilla in the circle thing. Yeah. yeah. I make fun of my daughter uh, all the time to this day. Years ago, I was, uh, I was barbecuing. It was in the summer, and I wasn't wearing a shirt. And I was getting the, you know, you get the splatter up at you. Like, I was cooking, like, on a, on a flat top. And so I said, hey, honey, can you go upstairs, and can you get me my, my shirt that's hanging on the hook? said like a blue shirt hanging on the hook in in my room so she goes upstairs and says i i, I don't know i can't find it and i was like what do you mean i said it's just it's just up there hanging on the hook and she's like no so i go up i go up and you know she's like 13 you know 12 13 she's not like little and i go up and there is my shirt hanging on the hook and i said honey like what it's like right when you walk in and i said it was right there and I said, it's the blue shirt, like the blue tank top hanging on the hook. And she looked at me dead serious. And she's the smartest one in my family. This the kid's going to be a doctor. She looked at me and goes, oh, you, I thought you said it was hanging on the hoof. And it's dead serious. So you're and like, oh, so you went and checked the hoof? What hoof did you check that for was, my shirt? I, I sat there and <laughs> I, I was like. find this hoof first. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She goes, yeah, I said it was, it was, I was looking for the shirt on the hoof. And I never, like, what? 
hoof? What, what hoof? She goes, that's what I said. I looked around your room. I, I'm like, it never dawned on you that the blue tank top hanging on the hook right when you walked in might have been? You were looking for the blue tank top that was hanging on the hoof? But in her mind, she didn't hear like it, the blue tank. That, that didn't register. She was looking for a hoof. She goes, I don't know. She goes, like, you have like a, you know, you have a cow skull. And I thought maybe there was something like that. And like, I thought it was like maybe in your closet. She spent like five minutes looking for a hoof. It was very strange. Yikes. That stuff is, is I don't know. How it, works. it is very strange to me. The human mind is a hell of a thing. So it was also malicious fecal distribution. Because what? I have a phenomenal malicious fecal distribution story. Excellent. And egg theft. All of that. Eggs Cubs are expensive. Well, not this kind of egg. Oh, okay. But I guess this one is expensive. I don't know which is more expensive. The Cadbury egg or the regular egg? We'll discuss. Club 1080 when we come back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, I promised malicious fecal distribution, and this is the definition of malicious malicious fecal distribution. Um, we talked about people kind of losing it lately. You know, we, we can't seem to let things go. We're very concerned with what people have to say about us. You know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We got a lot of people that get worked up over uh, just other people's opinions. This may be one of the best examples of this that you will ever see. This is in Germany, which, by the way, seems appropriate if you know anything about the Germans. So a German newspaper critic, who is a gal, and uh, she is their ballet critic. Apparently it's a big deal over there. 
So this was uh, in the city of Hanover, outside of Berlin. And the Hanover State Opera House was putting on a, uh, a new production. And this critic, who is female, by the way, wrote a piece in the local uh, Hanover paper where she was critical of this new ballet. And the director, Marco uh, Gecko, was not a big fan of it. They do not know each other. Never met. Never even heard of her before now, other than the fact that she was the local critic. And by the way, she says that she had never really reviewed much of his work before. So this was a fairly new virgining relationship. This is in the Daily Frankfurter, by the way. Yes, it is. So at the next uh, production of this new ballet, she shows up to it again. The director storms up to her and demands to know what she's doing there. She had already written her critique of his ballet. Then, apparently, unprovoked, he just was provoked by the recent review she wrote of the production, staged uh, at the, the theater. He threatened to ban her from the ballet and accused her of being responsible for people canceling season tickets in Hanover. She says, well, sorry, that's not my fault. I wrote an honest review. Sorry that you feel that way. Again, not a heated confrontation at this point from the reporter, just from the ballet director. He then proceeds to pull out a brown paper bag. Would you care to guess what was in the brown paper bag? No. Oh, yes. (laughs) My favorite part about this is he had a bag full of feces, which meant he collected feces. Before knowing before knowing that maybe just on the off chance that she was going to show up, he had poo ready to go. He what? pulls out the paper bag. No. And he mushes it in no. her face. Oh, my goodness. Pulled out a brown paper bag with what they later determined to be animal feces. He admitted, dog. No Smeared her face with the contact with the contents. Then, get this: he takes off running through a packed theater and foyer and bolts out the door. They later identified the substance as dog feces, and she has since filed a criminal complaint. The German news agency has reported. I mean, it seems like such an insane thing to do, and then you have to think about the fact that it has to go all the way back to him picking up that dog poop at home to the genesis of what he was going to do about this thing. Yes! It, it sounds like it's a caught up in the moment, ah, I'm just going to put some poo in your face. No. so much further that back is than that. Pre- a single review of your, of, and by the way, they said it wasn't even like a... a it, it wasn't was, scathing. It wasn't scathing. She just was critical that it wasn't a great performance. Wow. He was so enraged, he collected poo Brought it to the theater, had never met this woman, sought her out, confronted her, and then mushed it in her face. He didn't know that she was going to be there? What is he keeping the poop for? Yeah, that's, that is a little bit suspicious. That's he, a good he point, knew, Nevin, he, he knew he knew she was going to so be there. So he knew she was going to be there, but still wanted to do the what are you doing here? Unless he just carries around. But is, I mean, that's is still it, a valid question in the sense of his anger, right? Like if somebody wrote a bad review on their work time... And then they showed up to your restaurant 
performance again, you could say, "What do you, what are you doing here? Yeah, you just you just crapped on it. You obviously don't like it. Here, let me crap on you." I want to believe in my heart of hearts that this guy just keeps poo on hands at all times, like just in case, like that's his self defense. You know, some people carry like a taser, other people carry a gun, maybe a blade. He just carries around a bu- a. And at any moment, he's just ready to produce it and mush it in your face. And by the way, of all the things you could do with dog poo, is there anything worse than mushing? Just that word. You didn't throw it at her, right? You didn't throw the bag. You didn't dump it. You mushed it. You mushed it in her face. I'm just picturing like hand behind the head, right? Open bag and then just like. Like crusty the cr- clown cream pie, just just yeah, pie now, wait a minute, just, just like mush. So that woman that got in trouble for four months over stealing beans, yeah, she's gonna get three million. Yes, if that's the barometer and that's the gauge we're going off of, this dog feces woman, who right? by the way I'm calling her dog feces woman, so she has a valid complaint to say some things happened to me emotionally. Uh, she's gonna get like fifty million dollars. I, w- I don't. I, I mean, would, not literally, but I she's gonna get a lot a of now, money. Here's the best part. Um, in a statement on the website, the Opera House uh, said that her personal integrity has been violated. Yeah, it said that it contacted her immediately after the incident to apologize. Said the Opera House said that uh, our man, uh, the 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 geckies or geckos, uh, they said this was quote an impulsive reaction. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. No, nope. it was impulsive. If nope. you had the dog poop on you, it was premeditated. No, it impulsive. wasn't. Is it possible that the, the dog poop was premeditated, but the mushing was? I got caught up in so the moment. So was he just going to hand it to her politely and say, I'd like I, you to look, have this? Okay, do- dog about- poop check real quick. Anybody got any on them? I know it's Valentine's Day, so. You bring some in your car? No. Anybody got any dog poop on them? The no. Car. Let me run out to the car real How quick. How about any listeners driving? Do you have any dog poop on you? I not d- like not on your shoe, like ready to go, just in case spur of the moment you get heated. I do also. No? En- I do. Okay. I do also enjoy this. Not only did they say that it was an impulsive reaction, but this is the important part: it did violate the ground rules of the theater. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. Hey, hey, I don't know how you do things at the Berlin Theater, but here in Hanover, <laughs> we got some ground rules, and part of those ground rules is we don't mash feces in the face of reporters. So is that, that's written in the ground rules, that it's part of the bylaws or I something? would assume so. He did violate the ground rules. I also like the texter that, that, that points oh out, like, did he think he wasn't going to get caught when he ran off? He's the director, and she's the journalist that wrote about it. Like, of course you're getting caught, dummy. What are you sprinting off for? Well, okay. I, I guess I, I'm. that's probably the... Uh, the the impulse like after you mush in the face you're like oh boy i i gotta get out of here i saw this going a lot differently i'm gonna get in so (laughs) much trouble for this it is not like cartoons but he did say that the the opera goes on to say that he has caused massive damage to the reputation of the hanover state opera and state ballet and as a result he is being suspended (laughs) not even fired no he is being suspended from the opera house until further notice not fired. Does not say. They're they're preparing for. Must be a hell of a director. They're preparing for a lawsuit. Uh, this it, was spur of the moment. He's suspended, it, not fired. Says, they're, they're angling to try to minimize damage. Says that Geki here has been given the next few days to think about what he's done and apologize comprehensively and explain himself to theater management before further steps are announced. How good of a ballet director do you have to be for you to bring dog poo mush it into a reporter's face, run away, and then get 
you need some time to think about this and comprehensively apologize. And then and only then can we talk about the fact that you clearly violated ground rules, but we don't want to do anything rash. Even better, how many different jobs are there in, a, in the world that you could do this and not be immediately fired? Apparently, Apparently like this. one. <laughs> Unbelievable. But the, the ballet director, by the way, uh, uh, he apparently he's not full on like apologizing. Um, he did say in an interview with the uh, public broadcaster NDR, he acknowledged that his choice of means wasn't uh, super. <laughs> that was his term. Not super. He said my, my choice of means was not super. <laughs> he said, of course, socially, it is certainly not recognized or respected. If one resorts to such means, dude, he's angling for the lawsuit. He can't say sorry because then he's at fault. This is all a lawsuit thing. And he did say of the attack, adding that he had never done anything like this before, and it was a bit of a shock to himself. Could no, you... it wasn't. He spent a long time thinking about well, it. And might, planning this. It might have been the first time, but it was not a shock to himself. And can you imagine if he came out in his apology and be like, "This is my second strike. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did this one other time. It happened but... once before. I really didn't mean it. I it just." Got the best of me again. I couldn't help myself. They say three strikes. So this is number two, and I. this was number two for my number two, and I'm really, r- really sorry. I love it. I love that he's like, you know what? You know who was shocked? Me. Like, <laughs> I was shocked as by anybody else. Like, I had the poo. Next thing you know, I'm mushing. Look, I was shocked. I was shocked. Look, was my choice the best? No, it wasn't. It was not. I love how that's how you determine. It was not super. Look, was mushing the poo in her face super? Absolutely not. Bit of a shocker, but am I going to apologize? I got to take some days to think about I that. I can't even think of a scenario where I would take dog poop in the house. Ever. <laughs> and Ever. Then, and then in I have any, questions in, like... In any situation, indoors. How poop. far does he live from work? How long was it in the car or train next to him? Was it like, still warm? <laughs> how fresh was it? If it was mushable... It Whose dog fresh. was it? Did he see it was outside it and pick it dog? up? Was, was it a small dog? Well, he goes a step further. Because he did say that while having his work... Soiled for years. Good choice of the word, by the way. Soiled. Uh, he did say that, yes, that was a price to pay that he had been told for having been in the public eye. He did say there was a limit to what he was willing to put up. <laughs> Apparently, this was the limit. I give you German. I give you the fine folks of Germany. Wonderful. Man. Wonderful people. I... I got nothing. I no. How was he not fired? It's an amazing. It's an amazing story. What it's would absolutely seriously? Amazing. What would actually happen if if somebody at this office smushed poop in someone's face? It would be such a big deal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd probably be the talking about it over Germany. Come, yeah, would be coming. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty certain that I. I, I like. I feel like I got pretty good job security here. Not I, that. I, I can't. I. I don't have. I don't not, have poop mushing. Uh, you do security. not have poop mushing no, clearance. <laughs> I don't. I do not have that sort of clearance. But apparently the director of the Hanover Ballet, he does. All right, we come back. Uh, you want to sell an organ or two? This, you might want to move to Massachusetts and commit a crime. That coming up next, Club 1080. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. 
We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Boy, Boy we can't. <laughs> That's for the unedited version. Let's just say that that somehow the the German guy, the German ballet director, mushing poo into someone's face led to how much would it take for someone to mush poo in your face, uh, unretaliated to a whole bunch of other stuff. Of, of it, let's just say this. Let's just summarize because we're, we're way over. We're not going to get to my organ donation story. Any sort of what would it take to get you to do X, right? <laughs> Insert, or triple X. Insert whatever it is. Insert whatever. Insert whatever. Mushing dog poo, doing something, having something done to you. That whole thing of would you do whatever for a million dollars, right? That's always the, the, the party game. Right. That number is so far overinflated. Right. You could come up with most things that you could imagine. And if I came up with cash, not hypothetically, just a briefcase full of cash, not not taxed, taxed, off the books, straight cash, that number for would you do X or would you let someone do X to you, that number is shockingly low. I think if you actually played this game, squid game style, and put it in front of people, I think it would be alarming how low that number would be. Just talking about in your face. It yes. started with a million, and it's like a million dollars. I can close my eyes and close my mouth. Someone smushes poo in my face, and then I have the money for good. Yeah. Then like, yeah, a, a whole lot less. That's what than I said. Like dollars. fifty G's, and everyone's yeah, doing like whatever. it one time. And exactly. It's done forever. Fifty G's, yeah. and let me tell you what, it's going down from there because we're taking bids. <laughs> it's going to turn into like an auto auction. I got fifty. Who got forty-eight? I got forty. I got thirty. Look, we're getting down. I think in some cases we're getting down to like two grand, and someone's like, fine. Whatever. It's just a little dog. Food. Just a little. Just mush it. Let me close my eyes and get this over with. Daddy's Daddy's got to get to A and A, and I need some cash in a Make hurry. Make it easier if it's your dog. Exactly. Is it the end? And then they're going to justify it. What kind are we talking about? Are we talking Rottweiler? Are we talking Chihuahua? Mixed breed. Uh, what sort of consistency? We'll start rationalizing a lot of stuff. And let me tell you, if it's the the end of the month and maybe things are a little bit tight, that number just went down to fifteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the person who just absolutely flatly is like ten million dollars. Yeah, it'd be ten million. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna push yeah. dog poop in yeah. my face. Ten mi- okay, like, buddy. Okay, ten if someone minute. give you five million dollars, you wouldn't. No, I'll bring, yes, you would. I'll bring you ten. The, the guy that says that, I'll bring you ten thousand dollars. And guess what? Eventually, you're like, all right, just get it over quickly. Right. Just yeah. start mushing. Can do that by a sink. Yeah, so I can wash my face immediately. <laughs> get to the organ donation. This was a great segment. I'm really proud of the work we've done here today. I told my work, hey, guys, I'm going to have to take a step back from doing some recruiting news today because uh, I'm joining Souk, and it's really good for marketing for our company and our brand. Um, we just talked about mushing dog poop. Yeah, three adults in their 30s and 40s just talking about dog poop mushing. They blame the Germans. I told you, if someone was going to do this, it was going to be the Germans. All right, we mail it in with the big fellow when we come back. Club 1080. What is up? Happy Valentine's Day to you, Yes, what are you doing with your wonderful bride? What did you do to wine and dine her? 
We, I'd like to think we have evolved beyond. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, once you get 25 years in, you can move beyond Valentine's Day. I think that's the rule. So we hit our 25th anniversary uh, last September. So we're out on Valentine's Day. We don't got to do anything anymore. Do you think that's the rule, or she thinks that's the rule, or you we, both think that's the rule? We okay. think that's the rule. You didn't do. I, you didn't do. You didn't do flowers, a card, nothing. We've evolved to a higher plane, and that higher plane is what? We don't have to do anything. A sexless marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. That's we're not how you right get. Now. That's we're not doing it right now. That's not how you get someone behind the couch. That's not. Not even like. Not even some flowers from like a like yes. you go down to the Safeway. Come on. Yes, obviously, but no, we didn't. Uh, we never go out on Valentine's Day because that's just the whole racket. So that's true. We usually we usually go out the weekend before or the weekend after. But this year, my youngest son Jackson's birthday is on Friday, so. Um, we're going to go out for that and kind of do, you know, that instead. So um, we didn't do anything crazy. Keeping that, keep that romance keeping that romance alive by taking your, your high school senior out for dinner. You old, listen, you old swab listen, dog, you. Listen, I tell her I love her every day, not just Valentine's Day. <laughs> the, first, the first Valentine's Day with Chantel, we've been together 13 years. She said, I don't want to do a big Valentine's Day thing. So it was the All-Star Game. So I got Chinese food, and we watched the All-Star game. And she said to yeah. me, quite, she said quite seriously, I don't want to do anything ever more than this for Valentine's Day. We can go hang out another weekend, whatever, but I don't want to do anything for Valentine's So from that day on, the most we've done, we've ordered different kinds of take, like takeout and brought it home. Uh, but that's as much as we do. I don't get her flowers. We sometimes get each other like a chocolate bar or something, but it's not like a box of chocolates or anything. And she's down. She's cool with it. I will say, I, I, I know more and more people that, that that are in the... I know more people that are of uh, this, what would you say, this uh, mindset than I do people that are going kind of big over the top uh valentine's they go valentine's day zilla yeah you don't give them the right stuff yeah, i don't i don't know many yeah. people that are like that i think the vast majority of people at least that i know even like people that are that are dating i'm, like, I'm not married uh might as well be but i'm not but i mean that's like we, I, I don't, I, we don't do anything like like big and over the top i had a college girlfriend that we dated for three years and she was adamant that we go out yeah so i was in college i didn't have a lot of money we went to Olive Garden, which is like whatever. Yeah. She, that's what she, but that's also where she wanted to go. Applebee's, Applebee's was full. Because we were like 20, <laughs> and it was a two-hour wait. And I looked at her like, let's just go home. And she's like, are you seriously not going to take me out? And I was like, do you seriously want to wait two hours for Olive Garden? Are you kidding? And she wanted to, and that was a real clear sign that we were, we were pretty much done. We broke up like not long after that. All you need to know is we've been married that long. So I came home today, and I said, I asked my wife if she'd play catch. You know, I'm, I'm still playing catch every day. And, and she said, huh? And I said, I want to play catch with the people I love the most in the entire world. And she looked at me and goes, so the Mariners are busy? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, honey. I said, duh, they're going to spring training in two days. Of course they're busy. Now get your glove. Let's go. That right there, That's that, that makes me want to be married so much. That sort of commitment after all those years, just it warms my heart. 25 years and going strong. I love her to death, and uh, she thankfully didn't need flowers for me to tell her that. Well, congratulations. Enjoy your Olive Garden. Hopefully you go get some <laughs> unlimited breadsticks and some Zupa Discana, maybe some chicken tendies with some mozz on them, and, and you're good to go. Hey, that breadsticks are good. you got to give them that.
I will. I, I will give you that. I, I this is Toscana. Someone posted something a while back on it was like Instagram or something. Someone was like, I was a waitress at the Olive Garden for seven years. She goes, I cannot tell you how many men think it's socially acceptable to propose at the Olive Garden. Oh, no. So. Oh, mm. no. Yeah. Now, that's that's one of those. If you, hey, when you're there, you're family. I guess. Just If you're thinking about that on Valentine's Day, guys, if someone's driving to the Olive Garden right now, you got a ring in your pocket, audible. Red panties, red panties. Home off. <laughs> Get out of there. Don't do that. Chantel got, uh, got a proposal at Hooters one time. For real. And, and it was obviously well, not going to work, but... I mean, like, and yet, and yet you guys still from? made it after all yeah. these years. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Hey, Brent, Brent, Brent. <laughs> all, right. all right, John, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. See you guys. All right, that'll do it for us, for Nemec, for Buckley, for me, Soup. We don't know if Rob's back tomorrow. Fingers crossed. If not, we'll figure something out. You've listened to Primetime here on 1080 The Fan. here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.